When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday night at 8 Eastern, we will have the 88th annual Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Number 9 Missouri faces 7th ranked Ohio State. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern. Meanwhile on planet Earth, I want to take you inside the uh, Raiders locker room. Raiders upset the Chiefs in Kansas City. This is interim head coach Antonio Pierce fired up about it. You know, you know what I like to do? Just follow me on this one. What do we think about the job AP's doing out there? Something else, huh? Oh, no, I mean, AP's doing an amazing job. He's showing you why former players should get head coaching opportunities faster. I know my man Jeff Saturday over here had the opportunity with the Colts, but as leaders of men that know how to get the locker room to stay together, that's why more coaches... They, yeah. they put those players at the bottom of their coaching ranks because they know the connection that they have with the players. And being a head coach is not about calling plays. Yeah. It's about leading men. Yeah, I mean, what, what a great win. Beating the, beating the yeah. Chiefs the way they did, like that's, you know, in that locker room, and it means the world to him. And I, I know they got to be fired up. AP's done a heck of a job. He's battling with them. But for that defense to play that way against that team, Man, you know, the, the dudes are riding with him. It's, it's I mean, fun to watch. They beat the Chiefs like like they felt like they were supposed Absolutely. to. Absolutely. They look at right? They eyeballed them on the way into the end zone. Yeah. They were scared. I just it, hope the Raiders win now so I can see their, uh, you know, the lives after the game. It's Good job for uh, AP. We'll see if he can get that job full time. Welcome back to Get Up. Coming to you live from the Seaport. Brought to you by Gray Goose. We have three big NFL games on Christmas Day. And we start with the nightcap between the Ravens and the 49ers. Niners have a first and 10 from the Ravens 15. We'll pick it up there. This is early in the game. Brock Purdy, MVP, odds on favorite. Going into this week, less so after. Mm. That is an interception by Kyle Hamilton. First time in Purdy's career he's been intercepted when targeting Debo Samuel. Early second quarter, Niners up 5-3. First and 10 for the Ravens 37. This is the second time in Brock Purdy's career he's been intercepted when targeting Debo that's, Samuel. That's a heck of a play. Tip ball. Yeah. Yeah. Pick, man. Yeah, tip the ball. Give, that's a heck of a ball play. The Ravens played a heck of a game. Ensuing yeah. drive, Baltimore going for it on fourth and goal from the one. That is Gus Edwards punching it in for the touchdown. Ravens up 10-5. Just over eight minutes to play in the second. Same score. Third and five for the Niners. Purdy back to pass. Spins away from the pressure. And Don't do it. What was George Kittle, but... Huh? What? Oh, another one. Balls get picked. For Kyle Hamilton, his second of the game, and Purdy's third of the game, and he wasn't done. Later in the in the quarter, Niners now down 13-5 after a Ravens field goal. It is second and two. They hand it to Christian McCaffrey. Jeff. Good things happen when you hand it to that guy. Well, you can't. You just, uh, you just keep handing it to him. You can't get intercepted can't if you hand the ball up. <laughs> this is McCaffrey. Oh. They heard you. I yeah. mean, McCaffrey. Hand it to your best player. Yeah, Keep cuts the lead up. to 13 to 12. Uh, now we're in the early in the third quarter. Ravens up 16 to 12. They have a first and 10 from the San Francisco 44. This is Lamar Jackson faking the handoff, stepping up in the pocket, and finding Gus Edwards for a 39-yard nice. mm. catch and run. 
I was nice. on the field throwing check down. That's for a great huge. Play. Raiders deep in Niners territory again. Later in that same drive, second to goal from the sixth. Lamar steps up and finds Nelson Aguilar in the end zone. I don't think you're ready for this, Nelly. I don't think that we are. Anyway, next Niners <laughs> possession, first and ten from their own 25. Purdy's going to try and hit McCaffrey, but fourth interception of the game for the Ravens. That is Patrick Queen, and he's not done, by the way. He's he getting busy. He Patrick does not want to go down. Going running back. Worst, worst part about this play, Trent Williams. Not that, that that makes your that makes your heart hurt. And Trent was not on the field at the end of the game as a result of a groin injury uh, on that play. Purdy. Four interceptions. First Niner with four picks in the game since Colin Kaepernick in 2015. Ensuing Ravens drive first and goal from the nine. That is rookie Zay Flowers. That is the Grinch stealing Christmas <laughs> from the 49ers. Do to Ravens win 33 to 19, and they threw a little party in the locker room after. Take a listen to this. That was a team win. All right, you got the lead. You got to stop. You extended the lead. You got to stop. You extended the lead. You got to stop. You closed them out, all right? Yeah. It takes a team to win an MVP award. Yeah. All right, but I know who the MVP is. Yeah. It's Lamar Jackson. MVP! 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 I got uh, Santa Claus here to my right nodding. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is Santa bringing uh, Lamar Jackson an MVP trophy? Yes, he is. Lamar Jackson snatched that MVP trophy last night. Listen, you got the two best teams in the NFL that faced off against each other. They lined up. They said, all right, who's going to be the big dog on campus? And the Ravens strutted their stuff. I mean, not only was Lamar the best player on the football field, but the Ravens' defense proved that they're the number one defense in the NFL. Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith proved that they're the best linebacker duo in the NFL. And l listen, guys, they scored twice in 18 seconds. I mean, that's either your partner's dream or her worst nightmare. So at the end of the day for the Ravens, oh, that, that, that finally hit you right there. That hit, that hit you right there a little bit, Jeff. All right, for the, for the Ravens, I just thought it was an amazing showing. And at the end of the day, for Lamar Jackson, he is a game changer. We've had this conversation over the past couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Difference maker, game changer, game manager. Lamar is a game changer who has now learned how to manage the game much more efficiently. And what I saw in that game was they didn't run the football drastically great. But he threw the football, I think, 35 times. Yeah. They won off of his arm, <coughs> mm -hmm. his patience. And once again, for the seventh time in the last 15 games, he led them in rushing as well. Right. He is everything for the Ravens. I don't know how he could be more. You agree with uh, Bad Santa over here? Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with Bad Santa. I, I, will, I will say, uh, Christian McCaffrey, if, if, if the award goes to the, the quarterback on the best team, then yes, he's going to win it. But if you look at his numbers, I think he's 15th in pass. Like, you, you just, as the MVP, Christian Christian McCaffrey has almost 2,000 yards of scrimmage, 21 touchdowns. If Tyreek Hill gets 2,000 yards uh, receiving, I would put – no quarterback to me has really separated themselves. Purdy obviously killed himself yesterday with the four interceptions. But you were telling us he, I, he does do something different, right? Yeah, I, I, I will say if I had to put a category on him that differentiates him from every quarterback in the game, it's his pocket presence. Mm. Like this guy, we talked about like Tom Brady manipulating the pocket, Peyton Manning the other. Watch how he manipulates. You talk about you know making a pass rush ineffective. That's what he does. The guy can hold the ball, and it's not just they're afraid he's going to run. He's buying time, keeping his eyes downfield, and look how he creates separation even within the pocket. 
because of his speed and athleticism. He's running away from guys instead of guys falling onto him. Yep. This play right here is just absolutely insane. Steps up, gets out, and look, sees the, sees the comeback right on the top, drops it in for a touchdown. That, to me, is what has separated Lamar Jackson from every other quarterback. When you can sit in the pocket and allow your offensive line to stand in front of a guy and then you buy that extra time, it's a scramble drill basically behind it. DBs can't cover that long. It's, a, it's an absolute, absolute impossibility. <laughs> Nika, it seems sure, like got sure looks like – Yeah. Nah, it just sure looks like Jeff said that he's not the MVP, but then proceeded to make an argument for why he is an MVP, why he neutralized one of the best defensive lines <laughs> in football, made plays with his legs and with his arms, bought time, and was deliberate with his decisions downfield. So uh, as oh, much no, as I got, love the idea that. that Jeff is – What? You can't do that to me. I can't do if what? You I can't, beside, I I can't do my this. job? He had a great game last night. I love it. He has done that all season. Two of the last five games, he's had under he's had 170 yards throwing the ball, right, with under a 60% completion rate. Well, so if you look so at those games, I that's think, why I say he's not going to be in the MVP. Not because they don't win. He's not great but, yesterday, but his, his scramble ability is special. I would love. So the, it's funny because if you're going to argue who's valuable, it's inarguable that the MVP is always going to go to the quarterback because quarterbacks are more valuable than anybody else. I love the idea of changing to the most outstanding player, which is yeah. what you're making an argument for, where you're saying Christian McCaffrey or Tyreek Hill, one of those guys. If that's what the award was, I'd be on board for you. I hate that it only goes to quarterbacks. But yeah. if we're talking about who has more value to their team or to more value to the league, it's always going to be a quarterback. And while his numbers were not great in all those games, you can still watch those games and understand that this team is mediocre without Lamar Jackson. They're like the Browns without Lamar Jackson. And the Browns are great defense, but an offense that fluctuates. You put Lamar Jackson on that team, and they then become the best team in football. I don't know how we have any argument about anyone else. I think you could say that, that that's true for a lot of other players, but no one has the best team in football right now. So I, I don't want to say this to suggest that the rest of the team doesn't deserve credit. They deserve a lot of credit, especially that defense. That Ravens yeah. defense, this is the first time we've seen all year that the 49ers didn't out-physical a team. That Ravens yep. defense was blowing up the edge on those toss plays and those stretch plays. And while the 49ers still ran the ball fairly well, they were paying for it. So that Ravens team deserves a lot of credit. And like Harbaugh said on his campaign, it's a team award. And that team is going to win that award for Lamar Jackson, it seems, right now. He says there's no clear best team in the league right now, but I feel uh, like like 48 hours ago we all would have said it was the 49ers. Yes. Right. So what did we see from them last night? Yeah, the best team in the NFL is the Baltimore Ravens. They they proved that they lined up against the best team. They now have the best record on the They've road, been playing at a really high level. So the Ravens are the best team in the NFL right now. And he brought up the the team aspect of this. I played for the Ravens for three years. Two signs that I saw on on every wall in the building. One was the team, the team, the team. That's what the Ravens did in this game. They focused yeah. on the team. They won in every single phase of the ball game. They weren't worried about awards. They were worried about winning the game. Yeah. And the second sign was play like a Raven. So when people talk about the 49ers and they say, man, you got to match their phys physicality, the Ravens are, are born and bred in physicality. Yeah. So when they say play like a Raven, they're not saying, hey, we're just going to play fast and be physical. It's a domination type of mindset. They went out there and they got that done. When you talk about the MVP, Lamar is the MVP right now. But he's got a, a showdown with the Dolphins this next week yeah. with Tua and Tyreek, which is going to be another MVP clash. Right. And what's going to matter for, to the voters at the end of this is how these guys perform in these big games late in the year. Because this is where the crux of the argument is. Yeah. If you look at the whole year, 
100%. It should be CMC, right. Tyreek, one of those guys. But now as the, the year gets later and Lamar has the game that he had last night, he puts himself in first, and he is the only one that can lose that down the stretch. I feel like those MVP betting odds literally change every single week. And if the Dolphins beat the Ravens <laughs> this week, we're probably sitting here talking, is two of the MVP? The MVP. Is Tyreek the MVP? Yeah, nah, no we'll be guy. saying Tyreek. I mean, yeah, Tyreek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tyreek, listen, he had, a, he, had a a down, he had a down game. He had 99 yards, right? No, He's like, it's a bad day for Tyreek. I mean, the dude's yeah. an absolute <laughs> legend. So, yeah, but, but I will say, Fox made a great point about the most outstanding player versus because yeah. the NFL the way we have created the game, protected quarterbacks, done those things the last few years. The quarterback becomes the guy. So it, it, it will become that award. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about some other pretty valuable quarterbacks whose teams are not exactly rolling the way Lamar's is. The truth hurts about the Eagles. Their losing streak is over, but they still seem to have some problems. Can they get it turned around in time in Philly? And speaking of problems, a meltdown for Mahomes and the Chiefs in Kansas City. What on earth is going on and can they get it fixed? We'll discuss when we come back. But it's Tuesday and Jeff got pancakes. Oh my goodness. When a quarterback, talk about most valuable, when your quarterback can do that too, how crazy oh. is that? Laying a hat on a hat, you got to love the physicality. Receive it, my man. <laughs> hey, same foot, same shoulder. I don't know who taught him that, but I respect you. It had to be an O-line coach, which I respect, because ain't no QB coach teaching that block. Much respect, Heineke. A little crate to get everybody's palate going. Here we go. Okay. Come on back and see us. We'll see Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Giants took on the Eagles in an NFC East showdown on Christmas Day. That is Jalen Hurts huddling with his guys before the game. Under 12 minutes left in the second quarter. Eagles up 10-3. Hurts to Devontae Smith. What must have been what they talked about in that little huddle before the game. Do you see the block right there, my man? Not just about the touchdown. Put somebody in the dirt, bro. Okay. Oh, opening kickoff of the third quarter. This was not a not as good a block. This is Boston Scott receiving the kickoff. And Alameda Zacchaeus. Oh. Sort of. Eagle what, on Eagle. What are we doing there? Same guys. Well, it's loose. Sometimes you just hit what you see, coach. Hit what you see. <laughs> Isaiah Simmons like, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. So then, I don't even know what to say about that play. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor's in the game for the Giants, a quarterback replacing Tommy DeVito. Tyrod hands it to Saquon Barkley, who runs that it in for the touchdown. Play, by the way. Giants cut the lead to 20 to 10. What, the, the run? This yeah. oh. oh, this is awful. 21 seconds left in the third. That is a Hurts interception by Adoree Jackson. Don't and blame. Goddard falls down. And don't blame. It's the blame. Hurts nice hustle, though. Horse collar tackle by the quarterback. You got to tackle him for real. You'll get penalty anyway. Just bring him down, dog. Just make, make, him, make him score. Cuts the lead to 2018. Early in the fourth quarter, same score. This is a third and 20 for the Eagles. Oh, throw 26. Ooh, what a throw to A.J. Brown. Oh, my goodness. So nice. We got to show it. Let's. Twice. Let's. See it again. Boy, we look at this. Look at there this. You go. Look at the pocket movement, and he finds the Wi-Fi connection, and airdrops a beauty in there. <laughs> Later in the drive, they got first and goal at the six. DeAndre Swift with the touchdown. 27 to 18, Philadelphia. 5:33 left in the game. Giants still fighting. Second and five at their 30. Down 30 to 18. This is Taylor to Darius Slayton for 70 yards. Attacking the old white team safety right there. Giants. That one hurts. That's a shot. I'm not going to lie to you. It's <laughs> cut the lead. Come on, Blake. Five Blankie. points. Pick it up. Sirianni sweating. <laughs> After an Eagles field goal, Giants Red one last chance. Out there. Down eight. Tyrod to the end zone. Pushes him out of bounds right here. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yep. Does he have a chance? Hit yep. by Keely Ringo. You're taking a look. You see Saquon gets knocked down in the back of the end zone. Tyrod wanted a flag. Did not get one. Eagles survive and win 33-25. to 25. Can't guard uh, Hurts, 301 yards and a touchdown. So they end the losing streak. Uh, but you could tell after the game that, like, the players were pretty clear. Like, they don't feel like it's, it's coming as easily as it should right now. This is an Eagles team that's in first place. They're going back to the playoffs. Yep. They are a good team. Yeah, yeah. The question with the Eagles is, are they good enough to get back to the Super Bowl and yeah. win it? And right now when you watch them, you say, No. And the reason you say no is it's not because of the 11 wins, right? I want to make that very clear. Sure. Winning in the NFL is very difficult to yeah. do. The reason that Devontae Smith and the guys have been so upset in their postgame press conferences is because they're not playing to the level that they're used to playing at. Um, we've had a guy on this set, Rex Ryan, who said that they're not winning by knockout, they're winning by decision. Although I don't agree with the premise that you need to win by knockout, you just need to win games. But when you're a team like the Eagles and it feels like you just, you're trying to find yourself at this point in the season, 
it seems like it's a little bit too late. So those frustrations are starting to pour over a little bit. But from what I saw from watching the tape in the first half, this Eagles team was the team that we're used to seeing. The defense was creating havoc in the backfield. They were running the ball, using RPOs, utilizing play action. It felt like the game plan was actually building upon itself. And then that all changed when Jalen Hurts didn't run out of bounds right before halftime. They came back in the second half and forgot what their bread and butter is, which is running the football, owning the line of scrimmage. The fans in the stands knew it. All of us knew it. They seem to not know what that is. And you see moments like this from Jalen Hurts, which is just – you know, just a brain fart on his part. Yeah. Run out of bounds. Give yourself yeah. an opportunity to, to take another shot at the end zone. They got bailed out here and by the little punch out delay again. That was that. Yeah, that was exactly a, that was a very so bad play. That, that's where I'm at with the Eagles. I think they are a good team. They have to stop, you know, treading in deep waters right now, acting like they don't know who they are when we all know who they are. Just buy into that. The mistake you say they got bailed out. Like like the Giants aren't going to be one of their playoff opponents. Right. Playoff teams are not going to bail you out. Like, so we're trying to see where they can elevate their game here in the next couple of weeks, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. But I, I will say this. When I look at this football team, this is the only team in the NFL who has beat four teams that have won nine games or more. Yep. The only team. So they've beaten the likes of Miami, the Cowboys, right? They've beaten Buffalo. They beat KC. They've beaten good football teams. Yep. So w- whether you like them or you don't like them or how their way they're winning, they can win any game they play if they play to where they should. And I think Robert made a great point about the style of play. I think this team needs to dial it back in, be more of a run first. And then, but, you know, when you have A.J. Brown, you yep. have Smith, you have got it's tough to do that. Yep. But again, I think finding their phase. And let's be honest, some of the things that happened yesterday are just super unlucky. The Zacchaeus <laughs> turning around and blowing up his own guy, super unlucky, right? And you got to hold him out of the end zone. And then, the, you know, Goddard falling down out of his break. Like, Hurts gets credit for a pick six. He can't control that, right? The receiver falls down. So there were some things in that game that made the yeah. game look, or it was a lot closer than it should have been, that is a little bit out of their control. What do you think, Nick? How are you feeling about the Eagles after this game? Yeah, making a definitive statement about the Eagles' Super Bowl chances is really hard because when I watch them play, I don't see a Super Bowl-caliber team. But then when I watch the rest of the NFC, I'm like, eh, the Eagles could beat just about everybody that they play. Not just about, they could beat every team on the NFC side. So could they get there? Yeah, but I don't. it's hard to have faith in them. And I got a challenge for Jeff. Can you name one team that you would say doesn't need to focus on running the ball more or better? Like I, your, your answer to all things, all problems on earth. If there is war somewhere in the world, it is you can solve that if you just run the ball better is Jeff's solution to everything. So just this, you don't have to do it now. But at some point yeah. throughout the course of the rest of this show, just name one team that you don't think needs to run the ball. Better. Well, yeah, I'm trying to I'm, try, I'm going to try to dial it in. It's a great answer for most questions. I'll be honest with you, but I, I'll hone it. I'll, I'll bring you one back. I'll bring you one back at the end of the show. <laughs> Your timing on this uh, on this suggestion is not fantastic. Exactly. Because we have actually reached the point in the show where it's time for pancakes. Yes, we have. Oh, Pancakes snap. is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're going to get this thing started. Right. Oh, we're back, baby. Bam, bam, bam. Got it. Put it on. That's how we start this off. Let's go. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. Can't stop us. We can't stop us. That <laughs> just spanked pancakes on you. We are back. Can we do one more thing? It's Tuesday. Oh, it is. 
is the best day of the week. And it is Foxworth's favorite part of the Come show because we show what a run game looks like and why it's so important. Oh, yeah. So everybody pay close attention. We're going to school up my man Fox back at the house right now. And here we're, hey, 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 guess let's what? Go, let's it's go, a let's little see man it. version, too, just for you, Fox. Here we Ooh. go. Starting this thing out. Let's drive block. Get him. Hey, guess what? Oh, my. You ain't Lord. getting off. You're getting put oh. down. Put down. That is what I'm talking about. You can't go nowhere. You can't run. You can't hide. It's it's one-on-one. <laughs> I'm going to take you on a ride and finish it. And here's my best, my, the favorite part. You're trying to throw them off? Nah, nah. Sit the hips. Sit the hips. Drop it on them. That's what I'm talking about. One pancake, but I like where we're started right here. That's what we're setting it up. Look at this. Look at this, Fox. Ooh. That's why run game works. A defensive back made the tackle on the ball carry. I'm just saying. Look at right here. Hey, we saw him blow up his own guy, but watch right here on Devontae Smith's touchdown. He takes this man for a six-man run. Ooh. Guess what? Drive. Another lesson. He's trying to throw him. He's trying to hip toss him. What do you got to do? I, I guess you sit, the hip. sit the hip. Sit the hip. You get two pancakes when you sit the hips on them. Drag across them. That's what I'm talking about. Two pancakes. Two pancakes. Problem is he sat the hips on his own kick return. Well, that's later on. We, we, we were just focused on this play right now. Let's play right now. And finally, we're going to finish this thing up with what started the whole holiday season. Jalen Warren. Check him out. Oh, my, my goodness. Receive it, Pratt. Receive it. This is so nasty. Same foot, same shoulder. Gave it to him. Walked it in. Ooh. By the way, put that on Luke and George Pickens' uh, locker. Right? That's ah. what we're going to do because that's the man who got hit when he didn't, but he showed you how to let another man score. Hey, I like what I saw right there, Fox. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. I, I mean, I think uh, in the name of the season, it is better to give a pancake than receive one. But I do like watching people receive it. Receive it. Jalen Warren did say, I would have blocked for him. And then he came through and demonstrated oh, it in the very next game. Hey, we got more football to talk on. Get up. Oh. Fail to the Chiefs. Is it all falling apart for Patrick Mahomes after a stunning Christmas Day upset in Kansas City? Plus, LeBron James had a blunt assessment on the state of the Lakers after a Hollywood beatdown by Boston. Tim Legler is going to be here to talk about it, and now we're playing catch. What are we Brons, doing? Let's go, Bronze. Let's go, Bronze. Let's go, Bronze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got him. Oh, come on. I was not prepared for that. That's what we're talking about. That was nice. The more you can Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify could do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. <laughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash get up, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash get up to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash get up. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play. And boom. Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. 
Nautic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Back on Get Up, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs hosted the Raiders on Christmas Day, and it did not go well for them. No, this is Taylor Swift in happier times uh, before the game started. Five minutes left in the second quarter. Chiefs the first and ten from their own 13, and what are they doing? Six, six, baby. That's what they're doing, Drive. Six, six, it's a handoff, and then it's not a handoff, and then a handoff to a quarterback. Is that how it's supposed to No, that quarterback is supposed to do the handoff. Bilal Nichols enjoyed it. Very next play, the Raiders score again. Yep. I mean, Zach Jones, what is he doing? He's staring him down on the way in. He's He's staring him down like Patrick stared down the receiver. Who's the (laughs) seven-time defending division champion in this game? I don't know. Raiders are up 9 to 7. No, Raiders are up 17 to 7, excuse me. What quarter is it? I think it's the I think it's the second uh, quarter. They, second quarter. Raiders will have to complete a pass from now on. No, the Raiders <laughs> didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. It's Mahomes throwing to nobody. Uh, yeah, this is I mean the Chiefs were a mess. We're going to the fourth quarter now. Under 3 oh. minutes left in the game. Oh. Kelsey yeah. slamming helmet. Kelsey, helmet man. Kelsey throws his helmet. They try to give it back to him. Andy Reid says, nah, do not. he's not getting that back. He's in timeout. He and Kelsey are going to have a conversation. Ooh, this is how the day went for the Chiefs. It was terrible. Tantrum. Fourth quarter, under three minutes left in the game, they still they still had a chance. Down 20-7. to seven. This is Mahomes to Justin Watson. And it's still Mahomes, right? Insane oh, play. As long as he's not trying to take a handoff, uh, he's in good shape. By the way, his running ability yesterday was absolutely insane. He kept that team in it. Yeah. yeah. But they needed a stop here, and they didn't get it. This is Amir White for 43 yards. The play that put the game away. Let the Raiders kneel down, and uh, they upset the Chiefs 20-14. to Chiefs cannot believe what is happening, and neither can Taylor Swift. Look, this is the seventh time this year the Chiefs have scored fewer than 20 points. In Mahomes' first five years, they did that only six times total. So we're not making this up, right? You talk about media creating narratives and all that. Like This is (laughs) numbers. Like They are having trouble scoring. Here's what Mahomes had to say about it. I still believe that we can we can go do what we want to do. It's just uh, how can we correct it as quickly as possible. If we clean it up, we'll be able to score points. It's just we got to clean it up. We're two games left. You have to do it, and if we don't, we'll be going home. So I think if we clean it up, uh, we'll have if we clean it up, we can beat anybody. Uh, I truly believe that. Um, but uh, we got to prove that we can do it. I said clean it up four times in there. Clean, clean it, it up. up. Yeah. Clean it up. Uh, Nick, can they clean it up? Um, he's right. If they do clean it up, they could beat anybody, but it doesn't seem like they could clean it up. I assume they've been trying all season and to give up 14 points as an offense and only score 14 points. It's almost impressive that they didn't lose by by more than they lost by. But yeah, this team has been struggling and we've been able to point to one position group and blame them all year long and say it's the receiver's fault. This week, it wasn't the receiver's fault. It was everybody on the offense having trouble. The O-line hasn't been strong all season. Um, and Patrick Mahomes was bad yesterday, a, a way that we don't normally see him. Of course, he's going to be fine. But will they have the answers for the rest of the team on offense? I don't think so, which is why it was really disheartening to see the defense give up that final drive because I had hopes to see the old Patrick Mahomes magic that we're used to, but they couldn't even get a stop against the Raiders when they knew what the Raiders were going to do. They knew they were going to run the ball. They still broke off a 40-yarder to put the game out of reach. 
It was total system failure. They were missing short field goals. Yeah. They were shanking punts. Like everything that could yeah. possibly go wrong for the Chiefs went wrong yeah. yesterday. What do they need to do to fix this? The playoffs start in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think the Chiefs need to realize they are not who they think they are. All right. We're so used to seeing Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs offense be high-flying, pushing the ball down the field, him throwing for 300, 350 yards, four touchdowns. That's just not their reality right now. Yes. They don't have the playmakers outside. They didn't go get DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. They let go of J Juju Smith-Schuster in free agency. So you have what you have at wide receiver. But if you're the Chiefs, you have to understand that the only reason that you were in this game was, one, Patrick Mahomes, right? He, as bad as he, as he may have played, he was the only reason they were still in the game. And two, your defense. So the Chiefs have to fully accept the fact that they are a defensive football team. What does that mean with play calling? It means stop getting cute. Don't try to be cute and do these trick plays. You had one that worked, and then you had three that didn't work. Right. And they were catastrophic. So in order to be cute with play calling, you first have to be cute with your execution. Mm -hmm. And they just haven't been able to do that right now. So the way I look at this for the Chiefs, and you say, hey, what specifically on offense is going wrong? We've had a lot of NBA basketball for Christmas, right? Yeah. You've seen basketball teams that they, they work on their fundamentals. They do the bounce pass with the thumbs down, right? Mm -hmm. They're getting open guys to the basket for easy layups. And then there's also the teams that are shooting fadeaway three-pointers from the corner. And right now the Chiefs are trying to shoot those fadeaway three-pointers from the corner. And they're not playing high-percentage fundamental football. That's what they need to get back to because if you got the Hamburglar on the sideline getting upset at Travis Kelsey for slamming his helmet to the ground, you know there are problems in Kansas City right now. I mean, it, it is. It's, I think it's, it's all fun and games when you're scoring 30, uh, but when you're yeah. struggling to score 20, it's time to get back to the basics. Yeah, the, yeah, the mindset of where this is, this is no different than the Eagles for me, right? This Kansas City team and the Eagles, right, is you have two teams that have been super successful, especially offensively last year and the years past and mm -hmm. what they've been able to do, and it's not who you are. And listen, I played yeah. on some of the best offenses in NFL history, scored a ton of points. Say it. But when you, when you struggle, <laughs> the pressure intensifies. Say you it. You have to learn how to do it. You got to do it. So <laughs> I'm going to let you Say know. No, they gotta give Mahomes more shots at throwing the football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas to you, Dominique! Throw the ball more. Don't run it at all. No more. Everything's a pass. 100% Mahomes to those receivers, to Kelsey. Let's air this thing out. Andy oh, Reid, air raid. Let's let it rip. No this more running. This is not something Andy Reid needs to be told. Oh, no, right. not at all. That's what they're trying to do now. Okay, okay, yeah. No. I'll tell you what, you said it was just like the Eagles. There was a critical difference. The Eagles won their game yesterday, and the Chiefs exactly did not. Right. Yeah. They've got to get it together. They don't have a lot of time. The Lakers do. It's still relatively early in the NBA season. They played the Celtics yesterday on, on uh, Christmas, and it didn't go great for them. Let's pick up the action here a little over halfway through the second quarter with the Lakers down by six. This is LeBron James finding Anthony Davis for three of his 40 points on the night. Also had 13 rebounds. Later in the second, Celtics up by one. Drew Holiday to Porzingis for three. He had 28. Early third quarter, Lakers down one. LeBron backs down Drew Holiday and lays it in. 65 years old, still doing it. He is not 65. We'll look it up. Later in the third, Celtics up by three. Jalen Brown drives and slams it home. Celtics up by five. Jalen Brown had 19 in this game. Under five left in the third. Celtics up by four. Tatum drives and lays it in. That put the Celtics up by six, and now they're rolling. Five minutes left in the game. Celtics up by ten. We got Derek White to hit him for the lob. Celtics win 126 to 115. LeBron James, after the game, had this to say. 
I don't think we're healthy right now. I don't think we're where we want to be to compete versus the, the top teams until we continue to get better and better, continue to work our habits. And uh, for us, we're still trying to you know, figure our situation out as far as how we want to continue to attack each game. So, um, you know, but we'll be better. Tim Legler back with us. And Legs, you heard LeBron say, still trying to figure things out and kind of acknowledging they're not ready to compete with the NBA's elite right now. When you watched this game yesterday, what did you think was the difference between these two teams? Yeah, and I think, I think LeBron was really feeling it, what he said, based on the fact that Anthony Davis came to play. And typically, if Anthony Davis comes with that level of, of engagement and that level of intensity, the Lakers are in pretty good shape. The fact that Boston still was easily able to control that game with Anthony Davis playing like that, I think that showed LeBron the difference between the two teams right now. And that is the next layer of star after the top two guys. Because, look, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, a lot of nights those four guys would cancel each other out in terms of production. So let's now start looking at that next tier. And when you look at Boston, the additions over the last two years of Derek White, Przingis, Drew Holiday gives them three guys that are multidimensional two-way players that can affect the game so much more than anybody else that the Lakers have on their roster. And I think you really saw that. All three of those guys had their imprint all over the game. Um, and the thing is, you give up guys like Marcus Smart and Robert Williams, you think you're going to take a step back defensively. Well, you go out, you add a Drew Holiday, that's pretty good replication of Marcus Smart on the perimeter defensively. You add a Porzingis that gives you great level rim protection. You add a Derek White, who is a big-time perimeter defender. But all three of those guys capable of giving you 20 on any given night offensively. So they've, they've really gone out and they've given themselves so much depth and versatility. Yeah. And it was glaring, I think, the difference between the Lakers and the Boston Celtics right now, and that's why LeBron James made those comments. He's being honest about it, and he's being accurate about it. Yeah, well, the Celtics look loaded. We'll see if the Lakers have uh, enough to, uh, to win the West. Over in Phoenix, Luka Doncic capped off the NBA slate of Christmas Day games with a 50-point effort in the Mavericks' 128-114 victory over the Suns. Doncic is just the fourth player in NBA history to score 50 points in a Christmas Day game. As for the Suns, they have hit the skids in the month of December. They're just 3-8 and eight this month and have a scoring offense that ranks 26th in the league. Overall this season, their prized trio of Durant, Booker, and Veal have played a combined 24 minutes on the floor together, which could obviously be part of the problem. On Countdown yesterday, Legs, uh, Woj said that he was being told people within the Suns organization can feel that Kevin Durant is getting frustrated. How concerned are you with what's going on in Phoenix? I wasn't that concerned based on the fact that Bradley Beal hasn't been there and you can't pass final judgment on this team until you see three stars together for an extended period of time. Until I saw Kevin Durant last night. I don't think I've ever watched Kevin Durant more overtly look frustrated, defeated. His energy wasn't there. He didn't look like he believed in what was going on. Um, you know, Luka Doncic is having his way on one end of the floor as a star. And meanwhile, you look at Phoenix and the way they're operating offensively, it just feels disjointed. There's not a lot of flow. Kevin Durant clearly was wearing his emotions on his sleeve, and you don't really see him do that. You remember, this is a guy that just a few years ago basically took on the Milwaukee Bucks when he was in Brooklyn in a seven-game series single-handedly mm. in that series. He, he was going to do anything he could to keep his team afloat. 
that wasn't the case last night, and it started early. This wasn't like after the game was, you know, in, uh, pretty much decided mid-fourth quarter. This was in the first quarter. I was watching Kevin Durant, shoulders drop, come up the floor, give the ball up, go to the weak side of the floor, kind of stand, not engage. He only took 11 shots in the game. Grayson Allen took 22 shots. That goes to show you where Kevin Durant's mind was in this game. And I think, you know, the report that Woj gave, that obviously is accurate because now Kevin Durant isn't just maybe doing that behind closed doors. He's doing it now for everybody to see, at least in that game. And I think that's very concerning. I think it's Kevin Durant looking around at this team right now, how they stack up with a loaded Western Conference and maybe realizing this isn't a championship caliber team. And that is what I was trying to find and put together in Phoenix. The Mm. only thing I will say is, Let's not pound that gavel on them until we see Bradley Beal and and Booker and Durant together for 15, 20 games minimum to get an idea for how potent offensively they could be because that could make a lot of this go away. Winning miraculously cures a lot of these things, and right now they don't have enough firepower against a lot of these teams to win. Phoenix does have time to turn it around, though. As you mentioned, rough December. Maybe things will turn around for them in the new year. We come back on Get Up. Are the Dallas Cowboys on the road to nowhere? Has their defense been exposed by Miami and Buffalo? We're talking about that next. But first, we got sneaky hembo for Jeff Saturday. Rock Purdy threw four interceptions last night. Jeff, which raises this question. Which active quarterback has the most career games with four interceptions? Why don't you mull that over? This is my ponder look. It looks good. You look like you're deep in thought. Will Jeff get it right? Find out next on Get Up. Come on back. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Back on Get Up with Sneaky Hembo time for Jeff Saturday. And in honor, I guess you'd say in honor, of Brock Purdy's four interception game last night, we are asking Jeff Saturday which active quarterback has the most career games. I'm just going to go from a guy who's been around forever. I'm going to go Joe Flacco, Cleveland Brown, just because he's played forever. And he, he had to have had, he had some interceptions in his career. So Well, he has thrown some interceptions yeah. in his career. That is accurate. <laughs> Almost all of them do. But he is not the answer. The oh. answer is you're going to kick yourself. James oh, currently oh, backing oh, up Derek Carr for the yeah. Saints. He has six. Matthew Stafford and Ooh. Andy Dalton each have five James games catching four interceptions. Oh, so, that is dirty. Look, that man, is, whatever tempo. else. Get off the couch. He throws a lot of touchdowns. I mean, throws a lot of picks. This is, a, this is a game he played after some beers last night. I'm just letting you know. That's the one he came up with. A couple of yinglings yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, something like that. Down there in Philly with the family. Hey, it's time to play Fact or Fiction, Jeff Saturday, fact or fiction, uh, Hembo was, no, sorry. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are the best team in the AFC. Is that fact or fiction? Oh, that's fact. I mean, listen, they played a lights-out game, but you're talking about the number one defense in the league. Created five turnovers last night. You saw what they did offensively, capitalized on them, scored points when they needed to, took a very, very good San Francisco 49ers and, and, and beat them up pretty good. So they're physical. They believe in each other. They're getting uh, they're, they're getting great performance out of their quarterback and their receivers, especially last night. It was a special one. I'm giving them the top, top Yeah, five. Not much not to like there in Baltimore right now. Robert, the Lions are the biggest threat to the 49ers in the NFC. Is that fact? Or that fiction. is fiction. Congratulations oh. to the Lions on winning the division for the yeah, first yeah. time in 30 years. But the biggest threat to the 49ers is the 49ers. It's about health. Oh. At this point, you got Brock Purdy dealing with the stinger. You got Trent Williams who got banged up in the game. If those guys are not able to assemble the Avengers, then they're not going to be able to go into the playoffs and be their best. Yeah, I mean, Trent, if, if they're without Trent, we saw that earlier in the season, not looked like a different team. Not Dominique, the Cowboys will be one and done in the playoffs. Is that fact or fiction? Nah, that is fiction. I think the one team that should scare the Cowboys are the 49ers, and the 49ers aren't even going to be playing in week one of the playoffs. I think the Cowboys definitely get past week one, and depending on who their second-round matchup is, we might see them in the conference championship. And, I mean, as the cliche goes, on any given Sunday, they could win and be in the Super Bowl. So, the four, or excuse me, the Cowboys are not out of it by any stretch, certainly not one game. But they do play playoff games sometimes on Saturdays, even Mondays, uh, as the Cowboys did last year. So you never really know. Hey, it could a be a calendar issue. Any given day of football. Look, man, they won in the first round last year. And then they got smoked by the Niners. So, like, what are, are, are we seeing? Like, do, do, you, do you trust that this Cowboys defense? I do. That is still yeah, a championship-caliber defense. Absolutely. They, they actually played – what, they gave up 22 points against Yeah, I thought Miami they played all right last on Sunday. Field goal, yeah. right? yes. I mean, you would hope they could get the stop late in the game to close this thing out after after uh, they have an 18-play uh, drive to go take the lead. But the reality is they are a good enough team to beat anybody. And, and if they and if Dak Prescott continues to play the way he is playing and they continue to put points on the board, if they can limit the way people can run the ball and play physical with them, maybe move Micah Parsons back to that Mike position, a few snaps uh, early in drives, do those kind of things, I, they, they still have a very talented football team. Yeah, it looked all right against Miami, but not so much the week before against Buffalo. Right. That is very true, and, and the reason that they didn't look great against Buffalo is because they got their face ran through. So when I look at the Cowboys, I, I, I came away from this game with the Dolphins actually feeling better about the Cowboys. Huh. And, and the reason is this Cowboys team can win a Super Bowl if they simply change their mindset, right? In, uh, in points per game, they're fifth in the league. They're seventh in sacks. They're fifth in pass yards given up per yep. game. 
But stats are like bikinis, guys. They show you a lot, but they don't show you everything. And for the Cowboys, it's more about their mindset, their want to. It's about guts. So when I look at Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and all these talented guys that they have on the back end with Stephon Gilmore and Deron Bland, they have to make a decision that when the play is going to be made, we are going to make it. Yeah. We're not going to allow teams to come and bully us at the line of scrimmage, and we're going to earn the right to rush the passer by stopping the run. And we've seen these playoff teams, the mm-hmm. 49ers, the Ravens, the Lions, they are great running teams. So the Cowboys have to change that mindset because they have the personnel and they have the scheme and they have the quarterback. So I do believe this Cowboys team can win a Super Bowl, but it all starts up top. What about this home road thing, Nick? I mean, they've been so much better at home this year. They came pretty close to knocking off the Dolphins in Miami the other day, but they couldn't do it. Are, are you concerned about them having to go on the road in the playoffs? And they came close to knocking off Philly earlier in the season, coming close on a few occasions throughout the season. I think it matters a little bit. I think everyone would rather be at home. The crowd noise is not a surprise to the Cowboys. It's not new to their veteran quarterback or experienced coaching staff. So I think they're capable of win- winning on the road. I don't believe that they are just a dead man walking just because they have to get on a plane and fly to an unfamiliar city. So they can do it. But, of course, everyone would rather be at home if they could. The only concern I have about their defense is linebackers, right? They're thin. They've been right. banged up, right? That, that is an issue. And, and when you get in the playoffs, that second level of defense, that front seven, they got to cap that thing off their undersized. And you're seeing a lot of people get physical with right. those guys. That's a tough thing to overcome. So, Jeff, what do you do in that situation when you have one of the best players in the league, Micah Parker, <laughs> who can play that linebacker spot? Mm. You move him there, yep. maybe a little bit, get him some reps here in the last two games. Exactly the right. See if they tried to get your guy Shaq Leonard, but the Eagles got him. <laughs> Philly. He played pretty game. well yesterday, he played didn't really he? Good yes, Looking he did. pretty good. Hey, Bowl Mania rolls on today with three more games on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. It starts at 2 Eastern with the Quick Lane Bowl between Bowling Green and Minnesota. Then it's Texas State and Rice in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. And we cap the day with Kansas and UNLV in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. We hope you enjoy another great weekday of football. we got a little more work to do here, but when we're done, first take is coming up next. Is Lamar the MVP favorite now? Do you still believe Brock Purdy can lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl? It's first take at the top of the hour. These guys are trying to mess me up. I won't let them. (laughs) 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Get Up is brought to you by Letterkenny. Final season now streaming only on Hulu. Here's our upcoming featured football lineup. Saturday afternoon, Georgia squares off against Florida State in the Capital One Orange Bowl, two teams that had higher hopes. Saturday night, the Lions take on the Cowboys in a big NFC matchup. Both those teams still have high hopes. And New Year's Day, the playoff semifinals begin at 5 Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. 
What a way to close out 2023 and ring in 2024. <laughs> Meanwhile, on planet Earth, this is Lamar Jackson. Oh, and he oh trips over the official in the end zone and hey. intentional grounding, and it's a safety. That's, did that's you, just did you see the ref's face yes. when this all happened? Yes. He had that look on his face that all defenders have when they see Lamar Jackson running at them. Yes, the terrified, <laughs> embarrassed. Yes, it was, it was unfortunate. It's about the only thing that went wrong for Lamar and the Ravens last night, Neek. Neek's got nothing. Neek is, is Neek frozen? Neek's got nothing. Hmm? The idea that an official could trip a guy and Can't hear you. call for intent. Good job hosting today, though, Garage. You were awesome. Well, I appreciate that. That's very nice of you to say. And I had Santa Claus here, which is always yeah. helpful. So that's good. I've had some uh, some some requests about what's underneath the, the Santa hat. Is that right? So, uh, what kind you know, of requests just are we talking about? Oh! Santa wears a do-rag, people. I did not know that. Thanks for watching. Get up. First take is next. We're back tomorrow.